Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. I cannot remember watching an NFL team that is this disjointed and lopsided than watching the New York Jets. If anyone even watched that last night. Hey, good morning. It's Maggie and Perloff. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. I don't remember seeing a defense this good and an offense that is so impossibly frustrating to watch Perloff. Aaron Rodgers is on the sideline watching the Jets. They're now at 500. Him coming back to this team, I don't even think Aaron Rodgers could help this offense. They are awful. But how can you be frustrated with a team that everyone knows is incredibly bad on the side? If you watch that Giants game last week, you know it's the worst unit in the entire NFL. Yeah. So how can it be frustrating? Here's the thing that is killing the Jets fans, I think. Their sh- expectations. <laughs> Honestly, this is a awful, awful team masquerading as a decent team because yeah. of that defense. And I, I think there should be no hope. And then, you know what's funny? They're going to win eight, eight or nine games. And there's going to be even more false hope. And it's going to be odd and ugly and disjointed. As you said, it's as imbalanced as an NFL team can possibly I never, be. I can't remember one being well, this lopsided. I mean, the Super Bowl Ravens went five games without scoring a touchdown or something like that and won, won half those games. Okay, but that was at a different time in the NFL yeah. when we weren't passing in the way that we're passing now. It's just so much more pronounced. Well, you were going against the all-time Chargers number 31 ranked pass defense. I mean, actually, <laughs> well, the funny thing too, look at the the final box score. Zach Wilson had 260 passing yards and Justin Herbert and the entire Chargers offense only had 191 yards. Oh, listen, I'm not it's, giving it's, the Chargers that much credit here, but they won the game they were in. They yeah. realized they get up two scores. Good night. It speaks to that imbalance of the Jets. Yeah. It's it's bizarre. You know, when you're on a teeter-totter and one side is yes. too heavy for the other, that's exactly what this Jets team is. I mean, the defense must just want to go in the locker room and fight the offense. It'd be a credit if this team doesn't completely fracture, and I think that's that's the Aaron Rodgers effect, right? He's dangling this carrot out there to everyone. I'm going to come back from the Achilles. I'm going to be good, and I'm going to come back and, like, you know, knight on a white horse and come save this team. Dude is going to get hurt again no. behind that. That offensive line, there is no chance that a 40-year-old guy who's going to be 40 in December is going to be behind that offensive line. And we're going to see the next year of Aaron Rodgers get uh, be put in jeopardy because there's no chance the dude's going to stay healthy. Yeah, I mean, I think that's the funny thing. If, say, that Aaron Rodgers does not tear his Achilles in the fourth play, what if he's out there all year with this offensive line? Do you think he'd still be on the field by week nine? I'm not sure he'd stay. Because... Rodgers, uh, as brilliant as he is, has been injury-prone in the last second half of his career. He probably would have separated a shoulder or had a concussion. So I, I, I'm not sure there's any panacea here. 
I don't think there is this idea that the defense is going to get mad at the offense. I think that happened last year with them, didn't it? Yeah, that, well, they were the they were like openly wearing yeah. T-shirts to support the backup quarterback. Right, <laughs> this I, was part of it. I don't think they can get mad at this offense because it's too bad. It's almost like a pity. Uh, I'm not going to fight you because you're too. It's like when your little brother is eight years younger than you, you're not going to beat him up on the regular because I don't think the Jets defense has it. They know this offense is terrible. There's no reason for them to be frustrated. I mean, well, but because of what you said, this team could might win eight games like yeah. they might be right there and they might have a shot at a playoff and they're going to look back at games like this. And listen, if the if the offense for the Jets was a little better, maybe the Chargers are playing a different game. I don't know. I don't know of if the course. Chargers are capable of playing a better game, but maybe these games don't look as ugly. I, I just think you're going to see such a missed opportunity, but you cannot, like, Rodgers can't come back for this. He cannot come back for this. And by the way, like, yeah, he cannot come back for this. And I, I just got to say, it, I don't know if anyone's going to care here, but... The general manager for the Jets is not good, okay? He's not – he might be fine. He's not this end-all, be-all wizard that people are making him out to be. He's dining off of Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner as two first-round picks. That offensive line stinks. He's been in the building and had, what, four drafts? Makai Becton's the only one on there. I know Vera Tucker's hurt. I, I just – Ooh. I can't. I can't. We're getting a little WFAN. New York <laughs> fired the Jets yeah. GM. That is, I I, that's some PTSD there. <laughs> I was saying, but it back I, then. I, I'm not sure people are calling Joe Douglas a wizard exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, he got helped out because Rodgers wanted to come. And by the way, Rodgers himself might not be that great of a GM because Al Lazard is bad. Randall Cobb's not on the field, and these are two guys who he insisted we think needed to be you know with him along with Nathaniel Hackett, the offensive coordinator, and he sucks too. So tell me who wears it. Is it going to be Joe Douglas, the GM? Is it going to be Robert Sala, the head coach? I know what no. you're going to. Or is it going to be Aaron Rodgers? Is it going to be Zach Wilson? Is it going to be the entire offense? Who wears it well, at the end of the day? Zach Wilson is going to wear it because he's out there looking awful. Yeah. But I think who should be wearing it as much as Wilson because he's just dreadful. But as much as him should be Rodgers and also Nathaniel Hackett. What? Rodgers wearing it? That sounds a little too far because he brought in Alan Lazard. That's why the offense can't move. No, but did you see the ball just? Bounce it like Lazard is pre-step penalty, not a great receiver. They're criticizing him on the broadcast because he's not fighting for the ball. It's not the only thing wrong, of course. Oh not. my gosh. How about the fact that you didn't block a single Chargers defensive lineman for more than a half second all game? If Alan Lazard and Randall Cobb, who doesn't even play, are the problem with this team, I think it's Salah and Joe Douglas and Zach Wilson's not even gonna wear it because nobody thinks he's an NFL level quarterback right now. But honestly, I, I think Salah's gonna come out of this in trouble. Oh, Probably, but if they win eight games, he's not because it's gonna, you, oh, gonna look like they, they overachieved. Do you think they bring him back if they're eight and nine? Uh, who knows? They're gonna do whatever Rogers says, and that's the thing. Mm. You've given him so much power in the organization, and I get why he's Aaron Rodgers. You haven't had a quarterback like this since Joe Namath, or even Joe Namath wasn't even like this. But you, you gave him so much power. You're gonna have him handpick the head coach. He's probably just gonna ask you to elevate Nathaniel Hackett, yeah. so he can go for sixty-four yard field goals again. We'll, we'll see. And the other thing, don't don't think you can predict what Aaron Rodgers is going to do in an offseason. For all I know, he might want to go some other team next year. No, because he'll it, stay. Oh, yeah, he'll stay maybe one year. I'm telling you, Aaron Rodgers, do you think you know what Aaron Rodgers is going to say in a press conference in February about no. Robert Sala or about anything? I don't. Uh, and if he wants to keep Sala, 
they're just going to run the same thing back. And it's not not really against Salah. I think Salah would be perfect as a San Francisco 49ers defensive coordinator right now. I mean, oh, this is all time. Yeah, well, he definitely That's will where be. where he was. <laughs> he'll be back there for sure. I'm already penciling him in because the Niners defense all of a sudden is not good. And the Jets defense is so good. This is not working. They have to bring in somebody to control Rodgers. I, I think you're right that it is Rodgers is at fault. You, you are going to waste his last year if you keep the same coaching staff, same offensive line. Well, the crazy thing is, is Rodgers demands, right? Wanted, who knows? Who knows what they actually were? There was reporting that he wanted Lazard, he wanted Randall Cobb, he wanted Odell Beckham Jr., which they never end up getting. Why wasn't he asking for offensive linemen? I know Bakhtiari is, is hurt, so you don't want him, but why wasn't he demanding some bigger free agent acquisitions on the offensive line or something like that? I, the, other, the other thing, too, is... Listen, you've got a situation now where this team is going to be right on the cusp and they are going to be doing things and they're going to go back and look at the trade deadline and they're going to kick themselves because Josh Dobbs could have been on this team. And it's rare that you're standing up for a guy who, you know, is basically a journeyman quarterback at this point but proved with the Minnesota Vikings that he can come in on a short week and run an offense. All you needed was someone capable. We said it the day that Rodgers got hurt. You said it. I said it. EJ said it. I'm sure Carlos said it. They needed to go out and sign a veteran, and they didn't do it. They dragged their feet and dragged their feet. And then they had a shot at the trade deadline. Dragged their feet, dragged their feet, didn't do anything. Out there talking about Derrick Henry, get get a quarterback. And you could have had Dobbs, and you didn't do it, and you have no one to blame but yourself. So Douglas, and I don't know if Aaron Rodgers didn't want another quarterback in the building. Who knows the reason? Uh, you guys and your Josh Dobbs is a messiah take is amazing <laughs> to me. How many career wins does Josh Dobbs have? Doesn't matter. Look, he, well, he, he's getting thrown into usually bad situations. Yeah. Like, but look, do you think Josh Dobbs wins that offense. game last night? Yes. Oh, uh, Josh Dobbs. I, I mean, with the way Bosa and Mack were coming around the edge, that would have been a bad situation for Josh Jobs. I mean, he was playing. Josh Jobs just beat a terrible team. This was the Chargers were in a bit of a desperate mode last night, and they just owned that offensive Listen, line. I don't think Josh Jobs was winning that game at all. It might have been. Maybe he doesn't win, but maybe it's a little bit more of a game, and maybe it's a little bit more breathing room with some of the bad teams that you have coming up on your schedule. Because it's not a given that they're going to beat any of those bad teams. It's not a given the Jets beat the Falcons or beat the Houston Texans or beat any of these teams no it's not a given but honestly josh this idea that josh dobbs is all of a sudden going to lead you to 11 and 6 in the playoffs there's no history <laughs> well, to prove that and listen baker mayfield came in and won his first game and then lost all his other games pretty much i think he won another game but just one week in does not prove that much about josh okay, dobbs. and i like josh dobbs I'm a, I'm a huge fan we know but we're two and a half years into zach wilson and he can't lead a touchdown drive I'm well aware of what's going on with Zach Wilson. Yeah. I'm just saying there, there. This idea that someone, one person, is going to come and save the Jets reminds me a little bit of the off season where everyone thought, "Oh, all this team is missing is a quarterback." I'm not so sure. I think they're missing a lot of things. I think their DNA is we're terrible on offense. <laughs> there seems something really deep. Honestly, they they are do a rebuild. Their offensive line. So what happened was Becton keeps getting hurt, right? Elijah Barrett, so they've been drafting offensive line. They have first round picks. You know, they spend a ton of money. It's not lack of effort. I, I don't know. I, I feel, I see this Jets. It's like a Chicago Bears quarterback. It feels like this offense is cursed for eternity. Oh, gosh. 855 212 cbs EJ, the resident Jets fan here. Are you mad at your at, at the general manager for not bringing in Josh Dobbs or another quarterback? 
I'm mad at the general manager. He should have brought in Josh Dobbs. We understood week one, you should have brought in a quarterback. But, okay, you decided not to do that. You want to give Zach Wilson a shot. Wouldn't have been my idea, but fine. You go give Zach Wilson a shot. We now see that this defense is capable of getting to the playoffs. Absolutely. They went out there. Yeah. And, and I kind of gave Joe, uh, you know, Sal a lot of flack for talking about how he's embarrassing quarterbacks. But they have been embarrassing quarterbacks. And then you have Zach Wilson who can't make the simple play. No. He can't make the simple, easy layup, as Troy Aikman kept saying. He can't make the right reads. He keeps taking sacks. And this did not have to happen. But I blame one person for this, and it goes even beyond Joe Douglas. I blame Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers is 100% to blame for what we are seeing from this Jets team. In what way? Number one, I think the reason why we don't have a quarterback in here is because of Aaron Rodgers. I think that he told them, no, Zach Wilson is my uh, protege. Oh, you He's know what? He's my pupil. Like, <laughs> he, I, might not, he might not. I'm sorry to interrupt you. Yeah. He might not even have had to tell them. They could have been anticipating, hey, Rodgers isn't going to like this oh, if yeah. we bring another rooster in here, sniff it around. You exactly. Know? Another type A personality. Exactly. And I think that and I think that they know that Rodgers is taking Zach Wilson under his wing. That's his little young, uh, you know, his young, you know, Padawan. Yeah. So he's like, you're gonna you're gonna play my guy, and we're gonna I'm gonna coach him up, and we're gonna be fine because he knows that he's no threat to him as the quarterback. Right. He's the reason why we have Alan Lazard who can't catch who can't block, even though he's supposed to be a great blocker, he keeps holding people, who can't get open. He's the reason why we have Randall Cobb, who can't get on the field. He's the reason why we have a terrible offensive line, because he kept telling us to spend money on guys like Cobb and, and Lazard, and we didn't get any offensive linemen this offseason. Like, it all starts with eight. And it's crazy because he's a guy that's not playing, and, I, and in some ways you feel a little bad for him because he can't go out there and fix it. Right. But the issues that we're having in, with this team right now all fall on eight because all these issues – could have been addressed if he took a different attitude, and he didn't. Yeah. Listen, he not only wants to go and win, I think he also wants to be, like, the savior. You're right. He wants to be the, you know, Obi-Wan Kenobi. I'm yeah. going to try to do one of your no, Star Wars right. references Absolutely. here. And wants to be, like, even more that. It's like, I don't want to just, like, go there. I want to be, like, remembered wants, for putting this organization yeah. back on a track where they're now winners when when before I got there, they were losing. But you can only vind- do that. He wants, to be, he wants this to be a vindication that this that his way is the winning way. Right. That everything that Green Bay kept stopping him from doing, everything, all the handcuffs they had, that, Noah, if you let me run an organization and do things my way, watch what we'll do. Right. Well, but he can only do that if you have a weak owner and a weak well, not necessarily a weak owner, but if you have a weak organizational structure, which the Jets have had for a long time. So that dysfunction was there with the Jets no matter which direction. If they had not gone there and Rodgers had gone another way, we would see similar problems popping up. So it doesn't – I understand you're blaming Aaron Rodgers, but these problems are going to be there no matter what they did because, oh, because there's some – it's the front office and the the building there in, in New Jersey. Because it was permissive. like they. Yeah, like he, yeah. they took advantage of a weak group. Yeah. Don't you think? Well, I mean, obviously – and desperate yeah. because you might think they need a rebuild. I think a lot of people would disagree and yeah. say with a defense that good, you really have something on that side of the ball. So don't rebuild, but try to fix the offense as quickly as possible and see what you can do. And they really allowed Rodgers to come in and just take over the organization. And and Woody Johnson was more than welcome to do this. And you even saw in Hard Knocks. I mean, the entire th- – I know that was a television show. But the entire thing was all about – Aaron Rodgers yeah. is all about one guy. I thought that was dangerous in one way, which was they were taking way too much of their confidence from having him. It's like, oh, he's he. we got him now. Like, he's ours. He's in the building. It's like, well, what happens? He's also mortal, and he's 39. 
So if something happened, it felt like the whole house of cards yeah. could fall. But it's also this will be their, and it did. This will be their eighth straight losing season, and Rodgers wasn't there for all those. So isn't there something that's more serious behind the scenes that's wrong than Aaron Rodgers? I mean, what about all the other four win seasons? Right, but the problem I have though is that he was supposed to be the difference, and it wasn't again just him on the field. It's supposed to be his leadership, what he thinks about the guys on the team, how he can give, uh, you know, uh, you know, how he could say, hey, you know, this guy Alan Lazard, he works hard, he's the right kind of guy, he's the kind of guy you got to bring in you know randall cobb even though he, he couldn't play in green bay we see that he's obviously advanced age advanced stage of his career no bring him in he could help us oh like, and also hack it i mean and nathaniel hackett this, we forgot to even mention like this, this is how low the bar is for coaches in the nfl which is a guy takes a hip-hop dance class and can quote the movie airplane and gold member and all of a sudden he's like this breath of fresh air <laughs> Because I'm sure every other coach, like, you know, we just saw Josh McDaniels get fired. It seemed like everyone wanted to get away from this guy as fast as humanly possible. This is all it takes is from like Aaron Rodgers to couch for somebody and cape for somebody like Nathaniel Hackett is like he's somewhat interesting mm. person off the field. I, I, I totally understand what you guys are saying, but. This was a two-win team two years ago, and all of a sudden, Alan Lazard is the reason the Jets aren't winning. Like, I, I just <laughs> think that, that you're overestimating the Rodgers' impact on this team because the team has been terrible for a long, long time. I, I, you're right. I got into the air. Rodgers is going to save everything, but there are no saviors, really. How often does that really happen in the NFL? Look, the Broncos thought that first Aaron Rodgers and Russell Wilson was going to save them. If your team is kind of rotten underneath, then I think that's the problem. I think but there's I, rot underneath the, the surface of the Jets can't buy the rotten narrative when you have a defense that can go out there and dominate the way they did on Monday, the way they've done with a lot of these other star quarterbacks like Mahomes, like Hurts, like Josh Allen. Like, they clearly have something defensively. And Rodgers, he plays offense. So he's going to come in. He's saying, okay, the defense is great. I'm going to come in. I'm going to tell you who you need to bring in. I'm going to tell you how we got to move this thing, and we'll get this thing going in the right direction. Okay, he got hurt. He can't control that. But now he's put us in a position where everything else around him is supposed to be built around Aaron Rodgers. And guess what? It doesn't work. If they don't hack, it doesn't work as an OC. This offensive line doesn't work as an offensive line. Alan Lazard can't catch. Randall Cobb can't get on the field. And now Zach Wilson, who we know can't play, can't be replaced. And Aaron Rodgers feels like that's his buddy. That's his little Padawan. So what happened the year before that? And 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 the year before that? <laughs> I mean, so this is Aaron Rodgers is the problem now? The Jets are the problem. We, we know that... Wearing a Jets uniform is death for a quarterback. Well, listen, they hadn't made the playoffs in 10 years. So, yes, definitely. But there was always the idea that I think what was helping Rodgers is not that these organizations were necessarily as will be gone as the Jets, but Brady came into the Tampa Bay Bucks and they were a sleeping giant and he won a Super Bowl and Matthew Stafford went to the Rams and, you know, and he was able to win a Super Bowl. I know there's much different situations there in terms of coaching. The Bucks is similar. I will be saying they, they had never made the playoffs and then Brady came in once. I will give you that as a little similar. I mean, Aaron Donald won that Super Bowl for the Rams. Yeah. So, yeah, I guess there's similarities. You're right. But now it was that, like a trend, you know. Well, are we suckers for buying into that trend? Well, I, I, I did. I admit. Uh, me too. I, I actually know the real thing that's underlying this. There's more to the story of what happened last night around this radio show. Oh. There's more to the story about why people are, you know, feeling oh, a certain type of way this yeah. morning. It has everything to do. Mistakes were made. <laughs> yeah, big ones. Errors in judgment. Just 
regrettable decisions. Oh, and the person who made those mistakes and has regrets, he doesn't even know how big his regrets are going to be. <laughs> he He's about to find out. So we got that to get to. Also, the latest twist in the Michigan sign-stealing scandal why a punishment for Jim Harbaugh is looking more and more likely. We've got the details for you. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Want to hear from you about what you saw last night. Not even Arnold Schwarzenegger could save that game. Again, 855-212-4CBS. People are saying that America met Arnold Schwarzenegger's donkey last night. Yeah. People didn't watch the Schwarzenegger documentary and know about the donkeys. <laughs> I, we were all over that documentary. You and I did like that documentary quite yeah. a bit. And yeah. meeting Arnold Schwarzenegger's donkey sounds like something that would have got you canceled <laughs> or in deep, deep trouble. It's like something that you probably could have said to a woman 25 years ago that you just cannot say today. Uh, I don't know yeah, if but, I had to dump that or not. Yeah. But nah, by the way, Schwarzenegger always seemed immune. I mean, you kept on coming after him with allegations. He kept saying, I'll be back. And <laughs> the guy's on the Manning cast last night. Honestly, Teflon. Uh, he, he had the right the time. His allegations came at the right year. Uh, you know, if they had come at the wrong year, we would not be seeing him on TV anymore. No, Arnold sk- skated a little bit on that stuff. 855 a lot. 855-212-4CBS. 855-212-4227. Arnold Schwarzenegger's donkey. Sure. Uh, <laughs> the latest from you. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back to Maggie and Perloff. You know what's funny? We came in this morning, and I said to Maggie, I'm like, should we talk about the Jets losing or the fact that the L.A. Chargers got a big win? And I think we both said, ha, ha, like anybody cares about this L.A. Chargers team because they're 4-4, four and four and they there is no more 500 team in the NFL. There's, yeah. What is there to say about them? They had 191 total yards. They can't run the ball at all. Justin Herbert makes a certain amount of plays. They Even last night, they were waiting to charger it up, and the Jets wouldn't let them. No, this is the one team that the Chargers... Well, not actually, no. It, through yeah. history, the Jets have actually beaten the Chargers in the playoffs. Like The Chargers could even charger against the Jets, just not this time. Um, I feel like with the Chargers, what I'm watching is a team that is just sitting there waiting to make the coaching change. And we know, mm. know it's going to come. And we know things are going to change. You have Herbert there as the yep. centerpiece. You got Bosa and Mac, but we all know things are going to change. And it's just like, all right, so let's just be in neutral for the rest of the season before you don't make the playoffs. And then here, now you have yeah. the excuse, not that you needed it, where you fire Brandon Staley and see who you bring in to change this offense. That being said, they their defense has totally transformed in the last month. They were the worst defense in the league the first month, and now they can have a pass rush again because Mack and Bosa are hitting all. So they they host the Chargers this week. I mean, I'm sorry, the Lions. Yeah. You look at the Chargers, they're the kind of team, would that shock you if they beat the Lions? They they play the Ravens at, in L.A. in a couple of weeks. Like, they're obviously star-studded and capable of beating it. Anytime you have Joey Bosa and Khalil Mack, you can beat anybody – but then they, they're going to lose a game they shouldn't lose, and they're going to end up at 9-8. and eight. It's definitely going to happen. They also had, like, you know, Bosa and Mac can be very effective when you're in third and t- 15 all night. But they've been all, all month, they've been actually playing much better defense. So something got fixed there. Brandon Staley, people forget, everyone thinks he's an offensive coach, I think. Yeah. He was a quarterback in college. I, he is supposed to be this defensive guru. Nothing about him reads defensive guru to me. When that's your specialty and yeah. that side of the ball yeah. is not like amazing, I, I, it's hard to defend. Uh, uh, in the chat, sorry, uh, yeah. youtube.com slash CBS Sports Radio. Also, twitch.tv slash CBS Sports Radio. Good morning, everybody. Laura's in the chat said the only good thing about MP being on in the morning is they can first react to last night's game. Thank you, Laura. Not the only good thing. We love being on in the morning, but that is a nice thing. That is a very nice thing. I think your defense coordinator cannot 
look like Brandon Staley or Robert. I think you need a Rex Ryan type to be your defensive coordinator. Oh, you got to be... Kind of old school, grumpy, maybe a little bit overweight. A little I, more I, out of central casting. Yeah, Brandon Staley is does not look like... Does he inspire your defense to go kill people? <laughs> it's too thin. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you look no, at Brandon come Staley. come on. We're in like the era of nerd coaches. You we know? are. I don't know if you can have a nerd as your defensive coordinator. I mean, Salah gets you fired up. I, th- I mean, I have no data on this. Maybe I, like <laughs> Mike Singletary was not a good defensive coordinator. Actually, he had some decent years as defensive coordinator. I want that kind of guy. I want a, a great killer. player. I want a killer at defensive coordinator, and I don't think Brandon Staley is that kind of guy at all. Matt Eberflus, a defense. I mean, if you're a defensive player, Matt Eberflus gives you a hype talk. Are you into that? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I have not thought that you – do you need your defensive coordinator to be overweight? Well, <laughs> I don't know, EJ. You were a Rex Ryan fan, I assume. Like Love that's Rex. a defensive coordinator. Yeah, but Rex. he he cared. He didn't care about the offense at all, which ended up being one fatal flaw. <laughs> now the thing is about uh, about EJ. Speaking of fatal flaws, now EJ, you are a real fan. Yes. You can't help the teams you root for. Like you're in some ways, I feel like your fandom's kind of wasted on these bad teams, right? Because like you'd be such a great fan if it was. You know, you deserve yeah. to see a couple well, more championships. The, the Eagles. If you were you know? an Eagles fan, yeah. if you were a Chiefs fan, Phillies, Yankees, ever like, the Phillies, Sixers. You could have, maybe you could have seen some success, but because you're cursed, like a lot of us around here, myself included, I'll put you and I in the same category. Root for teams that stink and are not going to win, <laughs> and it sucks, and it's hard to come to grips with that. But whatever, like this is part of being an adult. So last night, Pearl off graciously. I might add. I uh, mean, you 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 just kindness of your heart. Yeah, I was going to make a make a young man's dreams come true. <laughs> yeah. uh, we have a good friend of the show, Doctor Rock Positano, who can help me get Knicks tickets right right on the court. Yeah. Basically, I'm on the court. Basically, when there's a free throw shot, I have to box out someone. I'm that close <laughs> to the court. And it's really close. Uh, there was a ticket available for last night's Clippers game, so I immediately. Text Maggie, I'm like, do you want to come to this? And she's like, it's the garden. I don't think that's a good idea. Yeah. That's a long backstory. Technically a thing? <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. yes. Short answer, yes. Uh, maybe not welcome there. Probably I don't... not. I probably shouldn't be sitting five rows down from the owner of the Yeah, I, I kind of pretend I don't know her when I'm there. <laughs> yeah. So I said, I texted EJ. EJ, you want to come front row Knicks Clippers? And what did you say? So number one. <laughs> no, no, no. What did you say? I said... I think I want to watch this Jet game tonight. Oh. But but <laughs> but what Perloff did not put in the text was, do you want to go front row yeah. Knicks game? That was missing in the text. It was, he was testing go to the Knicks you. game tonight. He was testing your loyalty. Would you want to sit in the upper deck with him, you know, just 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 cuz, just to go bond, watch a game together, two guys getting a, you know, pretzel and a couple Diet Cokes. Would you want to sit in the in the nosebleeds with him? That was a clear no. <laughs> but would you want to sit courtside? It was different, but it was a test. Now look, here's what I say. Now I am, I don't. I'm not gonna say I'm the sharpest tool in the shed, but I yeah. think I'm a pretty smart guy. Yeah. So I'm playing out all the scenarios in my head when I get this text. Yeah, game theory. I, so number one, I get this text at noon, which is if anybody knows, like that is like prime that time yeah. for EJ coming yeah. back from the show after already done the post show stuff. So. I'm getting ready literally to go to sleep. That's my next step when I get the text from Perloff. So he's caught me at the most tired EJ probably of the day. Wow, you're vulnerable. So I'm like, the idea of getting to MSG at that time was very difficult. 
already. Number one. Number two, though, as I said, you live in New York City. <laughs> I know, but I live in Queens, which if you're oh. not from New York City, it is a, it is a trek. So, so He's number lying. two, I know exactly where he lives. It couldn't be easier. <laughs> it's not that big of a deal. So, number two, the Garden is on purpose the easiest place to get to in the history of the world. That's why it's called Madison <laughs> Square Garden. It took I, me 15 minutes to get there. I'm from my door to the my seat was 15 minutes. But go ahead. Yeah. Look, I I saw Perloff's post from last year. And I saw his post from Mad Square Garden during the playoffs. Yes. And I saw they were close. Yeah. So I said. Feet on the court. I said, these might be the same seats. I don't know for sure. But then you have the ultimate sports fan question. Is it tacky to ask where are the seats? <laughs> yes. yes. It yeah. is 100% tacky. You Can't cannot ask that. Can't do it. So in my head, it was like, if I'm not willing to go to this game and sit in row in the section 400, I'm not willing to sit courtside. Wow. That was my thought process. Also, this is the cursed thing that comes with being a Jets and a Knicks fan. I sat through a weekend where I watched Julius Randle put up, you know, basically tour dates for field goal percentages. Yeah. He was shooting 2 for 14 <laughs> yeah, right. and 3 for 20. And I said, it might not be the best for me to be in the building with Julius Randle playing the way he's playing. <laughs> and the Jets restrain EJ from just running wow. on the floor. Yeah. And the Jets are in a playoff race and they have a Monday Night Football game. And I think uh, this is going to be the lead of the show. I no. probably watch this I, game. I, I totally get that. Watching your team on Monday Night Football is a thing. I I completely okay. understand that. This is what the kids call sus. Sus. <sighs> yeah. Because you're, you're sus, right? That's how you use that. Because Carlos? because yes, yes it's as the, the resident kid, that's how you use it. It's the Jets. And I know they're in a playoff series. Or they're in a playoff hunt. No one on God's green earth thought they were going to win that game last night. And. It's just going to lead to more pain. You might as well have gone and watched the Knicks actually won the game last night, and you would have been courtside. And my thought was as soon as I sent the text and I literally read it, I'm just like, this is giving the just bad mojo. Like, oh, this, you, you, to you, even you say, kiboshed them. To, to you, say that I need to watch this game, To In fact, I literally made the different a different decision for the Miami Hurricanes, my other team. Like, we were trying to go to see the Marvels over the weekend, and I kept mm. holding out saying, well, I didn't know when Miami's playing FSU. <laughs> yeah. Their game on Saturday was so bad against SEC. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it would be great if I don't watch. So, whenever the game is, I'm just going to schedule a movie. <laughs> Turns out the movie I scheduled right during kickoff. So, I was like, okay, great. I'm going to miss Miami FSU. But you know what? That's fine because I'm watching them, and they can't score a touchdown. So, I thought... Most of your teams yeah. can't score touchdowns. Yeah, yeah, you know, running, running theme here. You doomed the Jets last night. That's that's a fact. That's a sports fan fact. So, just a little scene setter. It wasn't the greatest celebrity night ever. A couple years, you know, last year I was sitting next to Timothy Chalamet and Keegan Michael Key. I didn't recognize all the actors this time. There were a lot. Obviously, there were a lot of superstars there. But I did have some former Knicks uh, in my lap, basically that oh, I high five oh. during the game. Oh, Latrell. No, Latrell sits on the other other corner. He's okay. I didn't see him last night, but he's always around. So Bernard, but I don't know if you like these guys. Okay, so we gotta run them off. Who are your, but just let me ask, who are your name five favorite Knicks from the last fifteen years? Jamal Crawford. Uh, he's usually there. He was not there last okay, night. Okay, um, Starks. Starks is one of my all time favorite. Knicks. He's always there. He's always there. Yeah, uh, it's like the wallpaper. Uh, there. Uh, Allen Houston, Spree. Okay, then maybe you didn't like these guys. Oh, who, who's there? So I Bernard uh, King is always there. I was consistently blocked by the tall man in front of me was Marcus Camby. Oh, oh nice. love Camby, yeah, man. But the one, the guy who was next to Camby, who everyone kept talking to, him, Nate Robinson, was my oh, new my friend. Gosh. Wow, oh, you literally you blew it. Me. talked about him. <laughs> you blew it. Yeah. 
You love Nate Robinson. Wait, do you really like Nate Robinson? Because you could have spent three hours with him watching the Knicks win a game yesterday. Oh, uh, that was that's painful because we literally did our great debate two weeks ago. And no, Nate that was Robinson, last week. I said, <laughs> or last week, and I, I said he was the greatest short athlete ever. And oh, I no, I'm sorry. It was two weeks ago. Yeah, okay, it was two weeks two ago. Six, and I, and I could have explained to him why I said he was the greatest athlete ever. I'm sure that could have... We could have had a long-lasting friendship. Maybe you, you could have gotten the boxing ring and could have sparred with him. Maybe you could have got a little better. Next time, uh, you can knock out Jake Paul. Like In person, you don't want her. He is thick. He looks so strong. But he seemed like a really nice guy. You could have been in a five-way conversation with Nate Robinson, Marcus Camby, Spike Lee, who kept coming over to Nate to talk, Stephen Sherpa from The Sopranos, and about two other guys from Law & Order that I, I'm like, I know that guy, but I wasn't sure <laughs> who he was. You play a dead guy on Law uh, & Order. Luis Guzman came over for a little bit, of the actor, for a little bit of a combo. Yeah, it was, you know, the normal stuff with the garden. But that's fine because you want to watch the Jets. Yeah, so watch instead the I Jets. Gotta, I got to add wings and Zach Wilson fumbling the football, <laughs> being just wallowed by yeah. Khalil Mack and Joey Bosa for Congrats. three hours. You got to watch two field goals. Uh, <laughs> and you could have been friends with Nate Robinson for the rest of your life. And I'm you telling gotta, you, you can't ever turn down the tickets. You can actually hear James Harden panting he, by the second <laughs> play. James, James Harden was... So the offense would run, and he was camping out right next to where we were. He was camping out and holding his shorts like two plays in. He was so tired. I felt so bad. I completely, I relate, I've i never related to an NBA star more in my life. You could hear him breathing from the second <laughs> row. Actually, like real. Uh, yeah, it was awesome. What a fun time. Sorry, Does Bogus even have any headlines? I feel like we covered all the ground there. I got a couple, but the headline is, who did you go to after EJ? Because I didn't get a text. You oh get out of here! I knew you. What did you do last? Are you were working I was three working, college but basketball games? You didn't know that. <laughs> uh, well, first uh, Perloff first Pearl gave the niche niche to Bogish on the road trip. Now he doesn't even want to watch a game with him at the Garden. I mean, message received. You By are way, down you, the depth chart. You guys were you guys were all. <laughs> don't tell me you asked Carlos first or Peter Schwartz. No, don't worry. I'm in the same boat as you, Bogish. <laughs> Well, by the way, Peter Schwartz wants to come on that road trip, and I'm like, you know what? Maybe I should rethink that bogus invite. <laughs> you should retire. <laughs> <laughs> He'll bring Twizzlers. Um, my daughter is always the first ask for Knicks because she or thinks third. the no, so, <laughs> so my daughter couldn't make it, so then I went to Maggie, then EJ. I'm then, banned from the building, by yeah, the way, and I got that, the second That was call. a courtesy. <laughs> that was a courtesy. <laughs> that was a courtesy. Um... Yeah, I brought my friend Josh, who had a great time. time I'm sure he's time awesome, but probably best friend with Nate Robinson now, thanks to me. I'm, I'm the Wally Pip of, of, this, of, this, of this situation. No, I, honestly, I'm totally intimidated by all the celebrities. And you probably, EJ, are you good? Maggie's really good at talking to random celebrities at an event. I go I'm right not, up to him. Yeah, I, I'm not good at that. Could you have done that? Could you have gone I'm, up to I'm Nate? And I think with Nate Robinson, I would have been good. If, if it's people that really, like, influence my life, I, it would challenge, that would be a problem. Like, when I met the rapper Logic, like, that was hard. That was scary. Yeah, but then other celebrities, like, I met Billy Joel. That was totally fine. Like, which is crazy, right? I just no, said no. that logic was hard, but Billy Joel was no, easy. No, I think I think it's it is harder to meet the people who are your heroes, right. and they always yeah. say don't meet your heroes. So I'm glad you yeah. had a good experience. Um, <laughs> <laughs> not all of us are that lucky when we meet our heroes. Stories for another time. Bogus <laughs> Ooh, is here. Uh, your headlines are sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Insurance for motorcycles, boats, and RVs. For protection on the road and on the water, see how much you could save at 1-800-PROGRESSIVE and Progressive.com. Uh, I've defended Zach Wilson as much as anybody, 
but I'm out. Six points, three for 17 on third down. Three (laughs) giveaways, eight sacks in a Monday night stinker against the Chargers. Wilson wasn't the only one being terrible, but he was definitely terrible. I think we all just kept taking turns. You know, too many self-inflicted wounds. Just not good enough. I don't know. I don't know what to say. Um... Not good enough. So their three-game winning streak comes to a screeching halt with this 27-6 home loss to the Chargers. They get to 4-4 four and four with a surprisingly good defensive effort. We did the things that good defenses do. You know, I thought we were physical tonight. Um, you know, We did a really good job against the run, run game. I thought we rushed the passer. Um, we limited the explosions in the deep part of the field, and we were really good in the red zone. That's Brandon Staley. His defense gets the headlines. His offense had just 136 yards passing from Justin Herbert. Also, Neckler did run for two scores. Wait, I want to actually, what, Max, you were defending Zach Wilson? What yeah. the heck is going on here? What, are you defending asbestos, too? Like, yeah. that's a great insult. <laughs> what are you talking about? You were the defending Zach Wilson. wasn't that bad, okay, guys? Yeah. I mean, listen, I'm not, you're definitely not coming on the road trip now. <laughs> I mean, that is. At, at the beginning. You're out now on Zach Wilson? Well, I mean, there was. I did watch him barely outduel Tommy DeVito. I probably should have checked out before then. <laughs> uh, but I mean, last night, when I sit down after working two college basketball games, I pick up this game and they've done. And I mean, everybody was just simply. Everyone's out. I mean, Aikman, yeah. Buck. Yeah. There's no more nice guys. There's no more this or that. Yeah. It's like this is. Ryan Clark on TV this morning said there's no reason why professional players should play offense this badly than they did last night. So, yeah, we're all off ship now. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> but at the beginning, it didn't make sense to play Zach Wilson instead of getting Colt McCoy out of mothballs. That's no. where my defense was oh, okay. early on. No, I'm just glad you realize this now and not somewhere in the middle of Indiana or something, Whatever, oh. wherever your road trip would have taken you. <laughs> you know who I really thought was going to be good? Zach Wilson. <laughs> Probably. I just oh. opened the door <laughs> as we're moving. Bogus gets thrown out DJ Jazzy yeah. Jeff style, like yeah. I'm a freshman of LA. I thought he'd be better than Trevor Simeon. That was the extent of my confidence in Zach Wilson. You'd be wrong. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, the college basketball season's beginning with upsets. James Madison taking down fourth-ranked Michigan State 79-76 in overtime in East Lansing. That's Sparty's first home loss in November since David Robinson and Navy won there in 1986. Women's number one, LSU, the reigning champs, they lose their opener at home to number 20, Colorado, 92-78. In non-James Harden NBA games last night, the Celtics lost for the first time, 114-109 in overtime in Minnesota, and the Heat topped the Lakers, 108-107. The Chicago Cubs fired David Ross to hire Craig Council as their manager, a five-year deal worth a reported $40 million, the richest ever for a manager in baseball history. Guys, back to well, Maggie, back to you. Never mind, Pearl. <laughs> Andrew Bogish, thank you so much. Coming up, the latest twist in the Michigan sign-stealing scandal by Jim Harbaugh. Seats heating up a little bit. We'll- Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink... What you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Get to that in moments. Don't move. Maggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. Welcome back. Maggie Gray, Andrew Perloff. New morning show on CBS Sports Radio. Working on a poll question for you. If someone invites you to a sporting event, can you ask where the seats are located before you say yeah. yes or no? I'm so. sh- by the way, so glad EJ did not come because EJ definitely would have stayed till the end of the game, and that is not something that I... I am a very L.A. NBA fan. <laughs> yeah. I am out. In, in After the game starts, in and every, out before? Out. Okay. Yeah, and by the way, that whole celebrity area, there, nobody's there for the second half. Do you think Sam Worthington's sitting around for the third quarter of a Clippers-Knicks game? That no. also came into my decision-making. I said I knew for a fact I was going to stay all four quarters and meant I was going to miss the entire Jets game and probably not be on my A game for this show. I was thinking about the <laughs> yeah, show when sure. I made this decision. Thinking about the show, I'm sure. And also, I mean, missing the whole Jets game, we're doing you a favor. <laughs> I mean, that was yeah, painful. I, I and I hate myself especially because I'm the idiot who bet the over. And you had garbage time, <laughs> TJ Uzama, CJ Uzama, whatever his name is, dropping a touchdown in the end zone. So I DVR'd the Jets game. Can I ask you guys, do you guys ever DVR NFL games? Well, not now because I have the NFL Plus app, but yes, normally. I have, yeah. But do you end up ever watching them again? Like in real time, when would you think when I got home and I saw the score that I was actually going to go back? I got home at halftime. <laughs> and, <laughs> I'm dead serious. And do you think I was going to go back and watch, watch the, the first, first half? Well, you missed some really fun uh, turnovers. <laughs> I saw all I saw all the highlights, but I did watch the third quarter. And I'm like, thank God I chose the Knicks game. Sorry, <laughs> because and EJ chose to watch and, the Jets instead of sit courtside. Sorrowing deep in my can I say one more, Buffalo Wild Wing. One more theory about the Jets defense, and Maggie and I have argued about this before. I do. Do think they are aided by the fact that you only need nine points to beat the Jets on a yeah. game? Any play where the Chargers landed in bounds was a su- successful offensive play because all they had to do was kill time, and you could—they were playing that way. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll get more into maybe what Aaron Rodgers is walking back into if he indeed is going to come back for this team. Eight five five two one two four CBS. We thought this was interesting. We'll get to Michigan at the top of the hour, but we thought this was interesting from the Chiefs. So the Chiefs just won that big game against the Miami Dolphins in Germany, mm-hmm. right? They looked, they looked, the defense looks really good. The offense is still a work in progress, but they won that game. Yeah, that was another one. They, the offense looked good in the first half, then they just mailed in the second half. Um, so the president of the Chiefs, his name is Mark Donovan, that doesn't matter, but he said that the franchise wants to expand their global footprint outside the United States. Peter King had reported on this, Perloff, that in Germany, the Patriots are the team. Like, everyone there is a Pats fan because apparently in Germany they're showing one game a week, Mm. and it was always the Patriots because they were the glamour team 
for 20 years. And now the Chiefs want that to be, they want to be that team. And listen, they're as close as we have now to a dynasty from the from the Pats with hosting, what is it, six straight AFC championship games since 2018. And this is Mahomes and Andy Reid and Kelsey together, and this is amazing. But can they actually keep this together for 20 years? Can they have the same type of run that the Patriots did to make good on becoming like Earth's team? You know. Well, I think it's a matter of timing, right? Why are the Dallas Cowboys America's team? Because they had these two runs, one in the 70s and one in the 90s. Yep. Then a lot of people were 10 years. I think you pick your team at 10, 8, 9, or 10. Yep. So there are a bunch of 9-year-olds in Germany right now who are watching Patrick Mahomes. Then 10 years later, are they going to be Chiefs fans? But I don't, for some reason, something about the Kansas City Chiefs and their logo and everything around them, I don't see them being an international phenomenon like the Dallas Cowboys or even Tom Brady's Patriots. Maybe I'm being short-sighted. Do you think that they're going to succeed in this? Well, it depends. I think it, it, you're right about the Cowboys. They hit two generations, 70s and 90s, fathers yeah. and sons. And yes. so they it's like it was like spawned in the 70s and then reinforced in the 90s. The question, I think, mm. is can the Chiefs keep winning? Like, does Mahomes have a second act that's going to be beyond Kelsey? Because Kelsey is clearly, like... He's still amazing, but he's not going to be able to last this long. Just tight ends are not going to be able to last as long as quarterbacks. Yeah. And Andy Reid, in theory, can coach forever. Well, wait, wait. But will Say they have again. 20 you're, years? You're saying Mahomes is not going to be Mahomes once Kelsey retires? No, I'm saying that they're going to need a second act after Kelsey retires. Yeah, I mean. They're they, going to have to reinvent uh, themselves a little bit. They have it either the first or second best quarterback in NFL history. So I do think that can happen. You know, it's funny. I was watching, the, I was at the Knicks Clippers game last night, in case you didn't hear. <laughs> yeah, sitting courtside. Uh, someone was telling me when LeBron walks into a building, everything changes. He is the superstar among all superstars. That's what I think is going to carry the day. Can Patrick Mahomes become the face of the league like Tom Brady was at the end? If if Patrick Mahomes has 10 more years of success, I think internationally he's going to become such a star that he'll cross over. Yeah. Do, you, do you think he well, can? I think he's already the face of the league. Right, but in Germany, though, but he might not, not be. maybe not in Germany. Listen, yeah. I think another thing that probably helped Brady is, like, you know, marrying a supermodel. And she had this world-renowned yep. fame as well. So they yep. were sort of this celebrity power couple that just puts you a little bit more on the radar. Yeah, I mean, Mahomes has this giant house in Kansas City with Britney. I'm not sure Listen, this all translates. The Taylor Swift thing is what helps them that helps. most out of anything in terms of, like, the global footprint. Because I'm, I'm sure Taylor's bigger than all of them in Definitely. Germany. Yeah, but will that last? <laughs> I mean, I, don't know. <laughs> I mean, you're you're the one who believes it's actually real. I think uh, I think it's all a publicity stunt. So that's a no for me, dog. Also, too, the the market Kansas City. I guess if, you never know. It's Kansas City is in the right smack dag in the middle Do of America. You think people in Frankfurt can find Boston on the map? I think. Let, uh, you, yeah. You think of they know where Dallas, yes. Texas is? No. I think. It, I think in other countries they actually teach geography. Yes. <laughs> not, not in this country. <laughs> that's for sure. Eight five five two one two four CBS. Eight five five two one two four two two seven. All right. If you thought Jim Harbaugh was going to skate on this whole sign stealing thing, think again. Got the latest for you. Don't move. Aggie and Perloff, CBS Sports Radio. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Listen to every MLB game live. The deep left center field, it is high, it is far, it is gone. Stream minor league affiliates. The Midwest League home run leader. And watch the best baseball highlights and look-ins on MLB Big Inning. MLB at bat is your all-in-one live baseball subscription for only $3.99 per month. Deep left field, it's going to go. Alvarez ties the game. Subscribe to at bat within the MLB app today. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.